Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast where we are all about inspiring wellness in the digital age. Let's get going. Unplugged podcast with me, your host Sebastian Slovin, and with me, co host Sonia Mohammed. Hello, everybody. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Okay, you ready? Yes. Let's get into it. This episode, episode 52. We're just chugging along with these episodes. This is the episode title is What is Nature? Question mark. Good title. What is nature? So, what comes to mind when you hear the word nature, Sonia? Do you envision mountains and forests and other wild, remote, and untouched wilderness? Mm-hmm. Or do you think about suburban parks and gardens and things like that? More the wild, remote stuff. Mm. Or perhaps it's something totally different. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Uh, in this episode, we're going to look at reframing our definition or mindset around what nature is. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. But before we get into that, Sonia is here with some Nature Unplugged updates. Yeah, so we are launching a new service, our Enu Wellness Membership and Program. So this is a high-touch experience, and it offers a combination of coaching and Enu Walks. It takes a holistic, solution-based approach to wellness in the digital age, which is a good approach, in my opinion. What does Enu mean? (laughs) Yeah. for someone who doesn't know that. Experience Nature Unplugged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Okay, great. So the program's for tweens, teens, and young adults who are looking to... Uh, improve their overall health and wellness. They might feel overwhelmed with technology and digital media, or maybe they're interested in developing their capacity for leadership or going through an important transition in life or school. So enrollment is open now. Give us a call or visit our website if you'd like more information. Check it out, natureunplugged.com. Very exciting for this. We've had some good um, outreach, reach out, people reaching out to us about this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, good feedback so far. Excellent. Okay. Anything else for Nature Unplugged updates? Those are the updates. Great. Okay, cool. So uh, I'm excited to jump into this topic because it's something we talk about a lot in our, whether it's coaching, workshops, or work in general. But the basic idea here is that many of us have a really specific view of what nature is. And as we talked about in the beginning, it's oftentimes this vision of a remote forest or mountains way out in the middle of nowhere and there's typically not people around and um, that's a lot of times what the the vision is but I think the challenge is is that not a whole lot of people have the opportunity to experience places like that right Mm -hmm. and so our view is is if that's a barrier it's not necessarily a barrier to people getting outside but our view is that you don't have to go to Patagonia or Australia or some like far off far off amazing nature spot to uh, experience the benefits of nature right Mm -hmm. it could be hanging out in your backyard it could be going to an urban park it could be just you know uh, watching the clouds go by or hanging out on a little piece of grass lots of options so that's what we're going to talk about today what is what is nature to you and i think it's really helpful to reframe it and this was really inspired by an article that we saw 
this has been a few it's been a few weeks we've seen this maybe, article. maybe a month or two maybe a month or two yeah. anyhow really cool article done by npr you may have heard of it or seen it about a oakland-based photographer named chanel stone who is really doing a lot of wonderful work and helping to reframe uh our vision of nature photography and what we think about nature it's pretty cool and so the the article really inspired us to do this podcast and and I'll let you jump in here too. But the, the article is really about two things, right? One is reframing what we view, what we think of as nature. And it's basically a lot of her work is uh, urban settings. It's like South Los Angeles. It's like the Bronx in New York, places in Oakland where nature, uh, it's like low socioeconomic spots with not a lot of necessarily parks and stuff but yeah, it's like she has yeah. awesome pictures of like cool vines growing out of a you know like in a project or um just like random little nature spurts in places where you wouldn't expect it and she's often in the photography as well which is pretty cool so it's about reframing nature and about also like race and nature yeah, well, and there's research, right, and data to back that up, that black Americans account for less than 2% of national park visitors. Um, 2%. 2%. That's a small amount. Um, but, yeah, it's it's cool photography, and it's helpful. You know, even for us who, you know, we are working in nature and talking about nature all the time, it's a helpful reminder and reframe because often when you're in these more urban settings, you don't think of them as, like, nature-rich opportunities to really get the benefits of nature uh, but there is actually so much opportunity, uh, usually quite close by, and it's just about changing the way we're thinking about nature and looking for it uh, in the places around us. Because it's not even really a national park, right? I think for me, I often think of like, oh, the best nature places are national parks, but that's a pretty limited view, I would say. Yeah. They are great, but... Yeah, it reminds me of when I was a youngster, so my grandparents, my mom was born in L.A., in like kind of eastern L.A., eastern L.A. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, right? Like when, when my mom was a kid, it was very much, it was like a wide open, like a lot of land. And it was like orange orchards. Orchards? Orchards. 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 <laughs> it was like an orca or orchards. Combo. Orange orchards. That's hard for me to say <laughs> for some reason. Anyway, lots of nature when she was growing up. But over time, the landscape changed. It became very like Los Angeles-like, a lot of concrete. And uh, yeah, it changed a lot. So when, when by the time my mom moved out, it was like very much different than when she was a little kid. And then by the time I was around uh, and visiting and hanging out with my grandparents, it was totally different. But even so super you know, like urban, East LA, uh, you know, not a, a place you think of getting a lot of nature time. But mm-hmm. I remember even being there, when you kind of drive by, you're like, this is like, I don't want to be around here in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of nature access. But I remember being there, there was all these little pockets of, whether it was like, you know, just a patch of grass in their front yard or, and there weren't a lot of parks around, but we found nature, you know, like my, my, my grandparents had, uh, a little garden in their backyard, like a little, just a little mini patch of uh, soil that had tomatoes and stuff like that. Avocado, there was an avocado tree in their back neighbor's house. So anyway, it was just, it just reminded me of like these little uh, pieces of nature. Similarly, growing up where I grew up, I mean, I was 
close to a big national park and I remember always like that when people say what you know where did you grow up and that's one of the things that I think about all the time and when I think about nature actually I think about that park often it's like a picture to me of what nature is um but then I also remember in my uh backyard you know we lived in townhouses and and there was nice like green space around it but the backyard um butted up against sort of another townhome bros backyard and it was maybe like 10 feet from our deck to their deck it wasn't a huge amount of space in between but there were some trees and a nice little bit of green space and I spent a whole lot of time I spent way more time back there like running in the trees digging up worms watching squirrels and birds Uh, so it's funny right to think that spent probably 80 percent of my time back there and maybe five percent of the time in the actual park but I think about the park when I think about nature not my backyard. So I think that just speaks to this effort to want to reframe nature and, and really think about different ways we can interact with it uh, and, and move away a bit from this pristine, untouched wilderness sort of right. concept. Right. Because it is quite limiting, right, that, mm-hmm. that view. And this is something, again, we've mentioned this, but it comes up a lot in our work. It's like, well, I don't know, like the, the, the attitude is like, well, I don't, it's, it's going to be a while till I can get a week off work or whatever to go to, in our case, it'd be like, you know, the Sierra Nevadas or somewhere far away mm-hmm. um, versus just getting that, getting that nature time right in your equipment, like whether it's your backyard, front porch, little tree on your street. Mm-hmm. Uh, or plants inside your house. Even. Right. Yeah. Right. And circling back to the benefits of nature, we talk about this a lot, but I think mm-hmm. it's worth, worth circling that circling back on this, that just five minutes in nature it doesn't have to be pristine nature it can be just hanging out with a tree or being outside in the fresh air looking at the clouds is enough to boost mood and positive emotions mm-hmm. and 15 minutes will drop your cortisol levels by about 16 percent. that's your stress hormone so right. it's really just you could be at break at work or school uh five 15 minutes i like to always we always talk about i'm like a little lizard and i like to just go lay out in the sun for five minutes when i need a break and it really helps it's such a good reset uh, for me and I love it yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah and so I think that's that's the piece of nature that often also is like absent from our collective agreed definition of it uh, is you know this has to be pristine and you have to be spending a lot of time out there right right and so it's oh, yeah. minimizing that uh, right perception in my so- opinion I was gonna. I just lost my train of thought for a second, but I'm back. I, <laughs> I it was interesting, right? Because when we we did the research for our book, Experience Nature Unplugged: A Guide to Wellness in the Digital Age, mm-hmm. available on Amazon. Um, a lot of the studies around this are not all of them are like this, but a lot of them are, you know, two groups of people um, for the five minutes in nature one. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, it's you know, it's it was five minutes spent in an urban park sitting mm-hmm. versus five people basically inside in like the lab. Sure. And so it's not like five minutes in uh, the jungles of Amazon, you know, the right. Amazon rainforest or something like that. Or, and a lot of, you know, and we're right with the nature walks, right? It's, it's um, urban parks often where they do these, this research. It's not, you know, far, far away. Yeah. Which is cool. And I mean, things like car safaris, that's fun too. I mean, a lot of people think of, What's car, a car safari? Car commutes is like boring and uh, I don't know, obviously not a ton of nature. You're like in a machine on a highway. Uh, 
and often sort of on our phones or you know sort of distracting ourselves and just getting through it but driving on our phones well maybe not the driver but the passenger passenger yeah um, car safaris let me just point out yeah I was just it's not it. okay no you go you go you go. Uh, it's yeah you're not actually in like a safari park but it's turning your everyday commute into an opportunity to spot and appreciate and admire nature like birds or deer occasionally you know in the hills here in san diego not often but sometimes and it's special when you see it but we see a lot of hawks um ospreys sort of as we're cruising around sometimes some egrets it's actually i remember when i first um, started spending time with Sebastian in San Diego and we would often be driving somewhere and he would get very, very excited in the middle, you know, like on the five freeway, uh, driving and then be like, Oh, Sony bird hawk. And he'd like point to it and it'd be on a light post or just flying through. Uh, and at first it seemed really unique. And, and now I can hardly go through a time driving on the five or the one oh one without seeing, you know, a hawk or an osprey or an egret. It's like once you start looking, they're there. They're waiting for you to see them. They're all over the place. Yeah. It's important to point out, though, I was going to say this, that as the driver, you need to be cautious yeah. when you're on a car safari. You can take that advice, too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really talking to myself. It's, yeah. Uh, it's more for the passengers. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, lots of um, lots of birds out here. Is it? Is this? This is interesting. I feel like you're you're now a true Californian because you say the five, the one hundred and one. Isn't that in the East Coast they say it differently? Yeah, you say like I eighty five or you don't say the yeah road. No, I hardly even remember actually now how to say it the other way. Yeah, I'm here. You've lost your you've lost your roots. <laughs> Not true. Uh, so I think that's a useful way to rethink of nature. I mean, what's what's an example for you, Seb, of um, a place around San Diego or a place like on the daily that you get nature that's maybe not the way people typically think about it? Yeah. What isn't an example of that? Oh, dear. Um, well, I was going to say, too, uh, one example of there's a few examples. Mm-hmm. One is our front little our front yard area. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. just have recently we should do a little video on this. I think we will at some point. I'm not, or I'll say we're not collectively, but I'll speak for myself, that good at gardening and stuff. Don't have the yet. green thumb yet. It's not my necessarily a strength of mine, I'll say. But we have, for the last several months, been cultivating a native plant garden in our front yard. Uh, basically, we're, we've planted some native plants and are trying to not kill them. <laughs> but it's really cool because it, even though it's quite, it's, it's quite simple, I think, from a gardening perspective or landscape perspective. It's been really cool, a really wonderful connection with nature on the regular that I don't have to go very far for, that we don't have to go very far for. So we have like Cleveland sage, white sage. Uh, we have California poppies. We have and buckwheat. California, this special kind of California buckwheat that are, this is, you learn about the plants, but it's also, we're now seeing lots of bees and like all sorts of weird little native bees and and little birds coming in and lizards lizards it's it's we're kind of re uh enriching re-enriching the soil re-enriching the habitat when we moved in here it was sort of like the the vibe was it was lawn plus little palm trees more of like a hawaiian vibe and we're going we're kind of going back to the uh the native vibe yeah, and it, it changed that space Nothing against so palm much. trees. Okay. Yeah, they're still cool. Except the fronds can be really dangerous when they fall. Fronds? How do you say it? I think it's fond. 
No, wait, no. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Neither of us know. It's for a sure. tough word day today. It is. Um, Try and say orange orchard. <laughs> no, I won't. Orchard. But what I was gonna say was that area of our house was like always sort of lame feeling or like not that exciting, and now I get pretty excited when I pull into the house and it's like all the these poppies cool are going plants. nuts. Yeah, the poppies are um, going strong right now. What else do we have? Well, no. It's, uh, We've got some manzanitas. Oh, yeah. Manzanita. Oh, yeah. Oh, but oh and lemonade berry. Lemonade Those berry, yeah. yeah. You know, I think, so that's one way. I think going out into the backyard, we're fortunate to have a you know, backyard that we can get, get out into, get some mm-hmm. sun. But I think just for me, it's like little little walks uh, throughout the day, 20-minute walks mm-hmm. that kind of mix up my, or mix up my work day and add a little nature time in there. I mean, I think I'll add too that today and most days, not most days, I did my morning routine, one of my favorite morning routines, which is bike to the beach, a uh, little beach run, a surf, bike back. It's a wonderful, we're close to that, so it's pretty cool, but it's such a great way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Some nature time. Yeah. Sonny's rolling her eyes here. <laughs> my morning routine was, you know, get up, uh, make some lunch, make tea, unload the dishwasher. I'll get my nature time a little later today. Um, I'm just not as spry in the morning as Sebastian is. <laughs> Early bird. <sighs> okay, cool. Well, I mean, circling back to this article for a second, it's just, we'll link it in the show notes, but the photos are really cool, really well done, and uh, you should check it out. Agreed. It's a good one. Agreed. Really worth it. It's a worthwhile article. Okay. You know what time it is? Ooh. I almost forgot. It's new news time. Oh my goodness, new news time. Do that the makes, jingle, Sonia. I don't have a jingle. No, t- you got to do it. It's just me out. Do 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 do. New Is news. Short? No, new no, news. you got to say new news oh. in the jingle. Do 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 do. New news. Oh wow. I'm gonna work on it. That was pretty good. Do 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 do. Okay. New news. Okay, okay, okay. In this episode of new news, and so. I think it's helpful to just share what is new news. Mm-hmm. New news, NU news, Nature Unplugged news. Right. That's the first thing to clarify. Is basically fun, silly, interesting, uh, rel- uh, timely news about whether it's about nature or technology. We kind of search for something funny or interesting in it's, the nature or technology. It's usually work. not that hard to find something, which is incredible, actually. No, check out this headline for new news today. Ready for it, Sonia? I'm ready. I like this one. Florida woman survives being hit by flying turtle. Did the turtle survive? Okay. Let me tell you about what happened. Oh, my gosh. Here's the story. Okay. So, basically, this is like classic Florida news. I haven't spent much time in Florida, so, you know, if this offends any Floridians, Mm -hmm. I apologize. This is from Daytona Beach, Florida. It was a few weeks ago. Um... So this is a woman and her daughter driving on Interstate 95. See, if that was in California, we'd say the 95. They're driving on Interstate 95 when the wind suddenly, out of nowhere, a turtle flies through the windshield and blasts the lady's head. It's Ooh, kind of intense. Hit her in the head. She got cut. She's fine, I think. You know, uh, but a laceration to the forehead, significant mm-hmm. bleeding, but yeah. it like, sounds like she's okay. We're doing our, we're recertifying our well, wilderness first aid. So advanced first aid. Advanced first aid. So they, you know, probably applied direct pressure and shorted yeah. her out. Head wounds, they bleed a lot. Head wounds. Anyway, so, um, yeah, basically the, the hypothesis is that the turtle was probably crossing the road 
and another car hit the turtle. <laughs> the, turtle so launched it in the, air. the turtle got launched in the air and flew through the windshield of another car uh, of this car hitting uh, this lady in the face. There's a quote from her daughter saying, I swear to this is from the 911 call. <laughs> I swear to God, this lady has the worst luck of anything. The woman's daughter called her mama lady. This lady. It's also a funny just sentence. Yeah. It is. It's um, classic Florida. But tell me, tell me, is the turtle okay? Yeah, this is the big news. Okay, we're all so the woman's okay. First of all. Yeah, well, you said that already. Anyway. Okay. Yep. But the turtle. The turtle. It turns out the turtle was fine. It had a few scratches on its shell and was released back into the nearby woods. This is what the this is what the uh, police officer said in the article. That's incredible. I'm assuming the turtle brought its um, head and legs in and everything, and it became a little like when it got disc. launched. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm curious to I don't know if they did a thorough first aid like uh, check on check the on the turtle. You know, were there was there a vet there? Bit. You I think mean, so? I usually like animal control will bring a hit <laughs> animal. Sonia, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's the. But it sounds like it was. Um, it sounds like it probably. Uh, it. it probably jumped back into its shell and got hurled through the world. Can turtles just do whatever they want when they're in their shell? I, I thought it's pretty incredible. I thought like they're I don't know they've got some vulnerable parts, like their belly, right? Well, their belly I think is also a little hard, but not super hard. I'm less familiar with turtles yeah. than maybe the average listener, but <laughs> okay, that's new news for today. Again, the turtle is okay. Yeah, the so, lady yeah. and the turtle are both okay. Everyone's okay. So, new news. That'll do it. And that'll do it for this episode of the Nature Unplugged Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, basically wherever you listen to podcasts, we will be there. We're now on YouTube as well, Sonia. <laughs> just so you just wanted to point that out. Thanks. We'd love it if you could take a moment to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It helps us a ton. It helps our channel and just and it just helps us new, uh, you know, know what we're doing well, what we're not doing well, and helps us adjust and adapt and you know continue to bring you the best content we can. Be sure and check out www.natureunplugged.com for more information about our coaching, workshops, presentations, retreats, and other uh, services. Check it out, and of course you can find more detailed show notes on our website. And there you go. That'll do it. So thanks so much for listening. Until next time, remember to experience nature unplugged. Bye, everybody. Bye, and watch out for turtles. I know, watch out for those turtles. Be safe out there, turtles and people. Bye. Bye. Things change like seasons out of our control. If you think you should go, I will let you go. Oh, oh.